Yo, 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 what's up, guys? Big J Illis, Shift the Core. How is everybody doing today? Thank you guys for tuning in to the Shift the Core podcast. I want to thank everybody for the love and support. And be sure you check out our website, shiftthecore.com, coming soon. You can uh, see all the videos. You can hear all the podcasts from all our different creators. You can buy our merchandise from the Core Store. You can listen to the music, everything. So be sure to check that out. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Now, today I want to talk about something that's important to me. And um, this is for my ladies. Um, I got a lot of friends that are ladies that kind of go through this slump where they think that they're not good enough or they think that they're not strong enough or they think that they're dumb. (laughs) And and I'm not just saying this just being, uh, you know, an a-hole or anything like that. I have a lot of friends that are girls, that are really good people, that are really smart, intelligent, that are hard workers, that are hustlers. That's the thing about women, man. Women, they they hustle. You know, I mean, guys, as men, we hustle, but like women, like they hustle. That's why I always wanted to do business with a woman, because I knew if you find the the right one that'll hustle for you and that'll ride for you, I mean, you could take over the world. You know, you could do a lot of things, but... A lot of the women that I interact with that are my friends or my colleagues, my co-workers, you know, they get into this rut. They get into this slump where they start second guessing their success and second guessing their value. They'll be like, well, maybe I'm not as smart as I think I am, or maybe I'm not as pretty as I think I am, or maybe I'm not as boss as I think I am. And a lot of times, you know, being a friend, a confidant, a person that cares, I try to uh, alleviate the doubt from their mind, but it's funny, a woman's brain is very strong, no matter what you tell her, a lot of the times, if she doesn't believe it herself, then she she won't be able to digest it, digest the truth, you know, so let me tell you something, ladies, I know there's a lot of shaming that goes on between you guys (laughs) and it's a lot of shaming and feeling shame and I know there's a lot of pressure being a woman I've heard that there is a lot of pressure being a woman and it's different than the pressure of being a man the pressure of being a man is like being the greatest being the best being badass being the strongest being a gladiator you know that's the pressure of, of being a man but there's pressure in being a woman too so I've heard you know And sometimes it seems like that pressure can get to you and your brain starts becoming the cookbook and you start cooking up all these things that don't even matter. So let me say something. Ladies, it's just me and my boys. That's that's who's in our family right now. And my kids would give anything to have, you know, a good mom around. So... I just want to say to all the ladies who are good moms, who are providing for their kids, who are nurturing their kids, who put their kids before themselves, that is an attribute, and that is a beautiful attribute, and that is a strong attribute, and that's something that you should be proud of. A lot of times I tell the ladies this, and they're like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do, but let's be honest, there's a lot of women who don't do it. 
So if you're a woman out there that is doing it, and even if you're caught in the struggle, and even if you're bumping your head against the wall, if you're handling business and you're taking care of your kids and you are doing what's best for your child, I commend you. And you should be proud of that. Because that is a quality that <laughs> can't be taught. It's You either have it or you don't have it. And I would give anything for my kids to have a woman in their life like that, i.e. their mom, that will put themselves on the back burner in order to give their kids the best life that they could. You know? Ladies, if you're out there working and you're working out there backing your man so you guys can live a wonderful life, if you're working a job and you're putting in that work, I commend you. That's an attribute too. There's there's some women who just don't want to work. <laughs> and let's be honest, nobody really wants to work. But it's not the working that's commendable and admirable. It's that you would put your own comfort aside for the better greater good of the family and that's an attribute and you should be proud of that you know you should be proud of that and also ladies if you have friends and you have families and you have people in your life that get down on themselves and and when they're down you can give them a phone call go over to their house and give them words of wisdom that comes from the heart that doesn't come from ego or doesn't come from some type of ulterior motive, but giving them really true, pure advice to help lift them up, even if they don't want to hear it, even if they're going to get salty, but giving them the God honest truth. If you're one of those women that does that, I commend you. It's admirable because it's really hard to be honest with people, especially in this day and age. So whatever you're going through, ladies, You know, just remember, don't judge yourself by the social narrative and the fake standard that society has put in place in front of us to make us want to be consumers and make us want to be shallow and make us want things and crave things that don't even matter. Don't judge yourself by that. Judge yourself by the impact that you have on your family, the kind things you do for the people you love, and the legacy that you're going to leave behind through your children. Always remember that, ladies. I love you. Love you guys. Keep doing your thing. Keep staying true. Keep making it happen. And uh, fellas, you know, we got to give our ladies some respect, you know, the good ones, the real ones. The ones that are really true and that are really down. We got to give them respect and our love and our honor. Because in order for us to make it as a society, we have to work together, men and women. We have to know our places as men, know our places as women, and come together for the greater good to make this world a better place. Alrighty. We got the second half of a Mitch the Haters interview. Ah, you really need to stick around for it. It's really good. You know, we're talking about the vapes and e-cigs and stuff like that and his insight on it. So stick around for it. And uh, we got some music for you and we're going to have a good time. So let's get into it. Let's drop that.
so high Don't know what to do Cause I'm so shy I'm fucking with you I know what I want now No shade, no hating But if that's your date then You need a replacement No shade, no hating No lines, no waiting Loud body language No conversations Just meet me in the back of the room When I found out that you Yo, 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 Big J Illis, back again with the Shit the Core podcast. I want to welcome y'all to part two of Big J Illis and Mitch the Hater, the interview. Da-na-na. So we left you a cliffhanger on the last podcast, and we asked Mitch if he could give one word of advice to these impressionable young men 
about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, what would that advice be? And Mitch had this to answer. Don't meet women at a Buffalo Wild Wings. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truest words I've ever spoken. You had a whole week to figure that out. (laughs) It never turns out well. I know several people who have made this mistake, and it's it's just been a serious problem for them. Don't meet women at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Don't do it. Why is that? I mean, I don't want to be airing out personal business with people, but just the general gist of it is whether or not you cause any problems, they're going to cause problems into reaction in reaction to the problems they have perceived you to cause. Ooh. And it's part of the Buffalo Wild Wings culture. What is the Buffalo Wild Wings culture? Um, I believe it's summed up best in uh, how the people on Workaholics described Juggalos. Garbage diarrhea people. Why do they de- Why do they describe Juggalos like that? Now, I had a couple of Juggalos on the show, so... <laughs> I mean, I have a couple of Juggalo friends, too, and I don't have any problem with Juggalos. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, just the general image of Juggalos would lead to that perception from the general public. I mean, you see a guy with face paint, baggy, dirty clothes, pouring soda on his head... What are you going to think? I can't even argue with that, Mitch. I mean, I don't have any problem with the juggalo way of life. Yeah, whoop, whoop, MMF. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh, no, MMFWCL. There you go, there you go. But, like, the general perception to someone who lives in average society, I would understand why they would think that. And, you know, that's my perception of the Buffalo Wild Wings crowd. I mean, you just look at the general behavior. You got, well, drunk 45-year-olds fighting each other over soccer games. That's that's a little bit much. That is a little bit much. Like, I understand people my age fighting at a soccer game. That's, you know, youthful rambunctiousness. But when you're 45. When you're closing in on 50, you should be like, you know, the guy watching out to make sure no one gets hurt in the fight. It changes your role. I got you. I got you. What age? These these youngins are fighting. Make sure nobody goes too far. What age do you think that people, men, should get their lives together? Now, keep in mind, how old are you? I'm 26. Oh, God. I keep forgetting you're so young, man. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my, my thing is it's different for everybody because everybody, despite the numerical age, is, like, at a different point in their life at that age. Okay. You know. So, so like, where are you at? Where are you at at your life? In my life, I am. Uh, as my brother describes it, uh, what is it? Not perusing. Oh, man, I can't I can't think of the word. Are you gonna get married one day? I don't know about that. Are you gonna have kids one day? I don't know about that. Do you want to still go see the world? Do you love your life? Yeah, of course. You look like one of those people who actually like their life. Like, I get a good energy, man. Like, you're not like, oh, my God, I hate my life. You're like, yeah, man, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I've been at points where I'm like that, where I was like, oh, I hate my life. When I was a sprint, the monotony is really what gets to me. Like, I mean, I have less money than I was working a nine-to-five, like, full-time job. Mm -hmm. But overall, the monotony is worth the trade-off. Like, you know, I do a different thing every day. Like, right now, I'm freelance writing, so I can, you know, set my own hours if I want to go to the skate park, I can go to the skate park. If I want to go walk around, I can go walk around. And, like, that 
you know, it's just a personal preference because, like, some people really like a routine. It keeps them regular. Mm. But for me, if it's too regular, it starts to get, like, I forget what day it is. They all run together. Stuff like that. Gotcha, man. Got you. I think having a routine is very important. But I think your routine has to consist of different things. Like, my routine is to, like, on certain days I do the video shoot, certain day we do the podcast, on certain days we do events, but they're not all the same. Yeah, no, variations. Yeah, they're different people, they're different places, different locations. The action and the intent is the same, but what we're doing is different. And that way you avoid the monotony, like, Mm -hmm. thing. Because if you're not doing the same thing over and over again, it doesn't get old. Mm -hmm. So... In our, in our world, in our society, you know, and in America, you know, there's a lot of people that love us. There's a lot of people that hate us as Americans, you know. Um, when you look at the American culture and where it came from and how it's become, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? What are some of the things that are really good about our culture and society today? And what are the things that are really bad about our culture and our society And what can we do to shift those things? Okay, so, like, looking at the American culture from, like, you know, I can't say an outside perspective because I've lived my whole life in America, but sort of a step back, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You notice there's, like, a big dynamic, like, shift over the last 20 years? Because, like, when I was a kid, it was a lot more focused on, like, you know, personal liberty, do whatever you want, all that. Mm Mm-hmm. And now there's a lot more focus on going with the, like, mainstream, you know, everything's monitored, everything's watched. Mm-hmm. 20, 30 years ago, everyone would have got been up in arms about cameras everywhere, mm-hmm. like audio recording. Why are you audio recording me right now? Not just, oh, you're audio recording me right now. Yeah. And I mean, I think that, like, that aspect is definitely a negative thing. I mean, positive things... You could say the interconnectedness of information. Like, I wouldn't say social media is exactly a positive thing. But because we have, like, the power to look up any information we want at any time. And it's... You know what the funny thing is? These things are so powerful, but people don't do anything with the power. Yeah, no. (laughs) Like, it used to be owning an encyclopedia set was, like, a big, expensive, important thing. Now everybody has access to it on their phone all the time. And it's a better encyclopedia set than anyone could have ever purchased in paper because it's constantly updated. So, I mean, the fact that people don't, they just take it for granted, don't even think of that as anything is, there's all these good things here and people are just, instead of like actually, you know, focusing their lives on what they could gain from it, just assimilating it as a minor aspect and accepting it as that. So... Hmm. I was going to say something. Do you think the, the disconnect of the knowledge, you know? Well, because, like, the thing about knowledge, knowledge is is good. It but is good. it only, I, I think it's only good when it trans, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When it turns into wisdom. Oh, yeah. And they you say, actually internalize the knowledge. Yeah, and they say that knowledge is just... Wisdom is just knowledge and experience put together. Mm-hmm. And that turns into wisdom. There's so much knowledge here, but there's no wisdom. And there's also... The thing about the internet is there's a lot of fake knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has their own opinion that's, like, based on what they've read and all that stuff. Yeah. But everybody's opinion is based on what they read, the skewed opinions of... Somebody else's. Yeah, and... <laughs> 
And then on top of them, skewed opinions of the editors, there's multiple layers of it. It's not like first-hand. First-hand knowledge is the best knowledge because you know it yourself. Yeah. You know, second-hand is fine, but you should still verify. Third-hand, fourth-hand, at that point, it's getting distorted. Yeah. And I mean, I think that, you know, like the amount of knowledge that people can go research, that's a good thing. But the fact that they can get such different results, even based on region, like my phone thinks I'm in Dallas and I get different search results on Google than someone whose phone is like, knows it's in Albuquerque. That's true. That's true. And that's not even just like, you know, I Google where's Chick-fil-A. Like (laughs) I Google like news stuff and I get different websites. Because it thinks you're in Dallas. Yeah. So it thinks I want what Dallas is supposed to know. Oh, wow. I mean, that's a big step, but... <laughs> like, you got to realize, with the smartphones, they can do that very easily. Google can... There's no law saying Google can't influence your search results. So, it's like, um, since I'm in Albuquerque and I Google a topic, the search results could be based on what people in Albuquerque are supposed to know. Yeah. No, like I, uh, my brother... He works at the uh, Apple freaking uh, something. I don't. I don't remember what the title of the office is. Mm-hmm. But he said one of the people above him who like came in from like overseas somewhere. Mm-hmm. They gave him a link to a web like a web search engine that doesn't have any advertisement backing. So you get a very very different set of results than Google or Bing or anything like mm-hmm. that. So, and like you get a lot more informational stuff. It's a lot more specific. And like, do you got the you got the link? I do not have the link. I will have to like dig it out of the text messages because I still use Google because I'm a I'm a chump. <laughs> <laughs> I follow the herd. That's that's funny, man. That's crazy. I was thinking about like how they're saying like vaping is killing everybody, and it'd be funny if I Googled it here and a whole bunch of stories because like yeah, a whole bunch of stories are like vaping's killing everybody, and then I go out to L.A. and I Google the exact same thing. I wonder what search results I get. You can do that with a VPN. I mean, I have actually a theory about the whole vaping thing. Because, I mean, I smoke the Juul. Because, like, nicotine. So this is what I think. I think that the big tobacco companies are losing money. I think they're losing billions of dollars. And I think they want to regulate it. And I think that that's the reason why they're going to legalize, illegalize it. Kind of like they did uh, marijuana for the hemp industry in cotton. That's what I think, bro. You know? Well, I'm going to say what I know, and then I'm going to say what I think. Okay, what do you know and what do you think? I know I've been smoking the Juul for two and a half years with no, you know, (laughs) respiratory problems. It's like, I mean, it's not good for you. I know that. But it's not as bad for you as cigarettes. Yeah. I can feel that for sure. My, like, you know, breathing is better. I can run, all that. Mm -hmm. I know that the market in the last six months has been just flooded with fake Juul pods. Ooh. Like I have so a package. So is that the actual, is that the actual name brand Jewel and Jewel Pod? Yeah, yeah. No, I used to be like, you know, I'll buy the off-brand ones at like the uh, Arab shops and but stuff. But you don't do it now. No, no, no. <laughs> because I started thinking about it. It's like, well, I mean, they're showing up. That can't be good because, I mean, the vape carts, like the THC carts, mm-hmm. those are giving people like all sorts of lung diseases. Mm-hmm. I mean, why wouldn't, this is the same thing, just nicotine instead of THC mm-hmm. probably do the same thing but like I had a Chinese one that I got from uh, I bought it at the Valero just up the street mm-hmm. and like when I noticed was when I bought it I was like the color's a little off whatever mm-hmm. and I smoked one and I mean like the color of the pod was a little off and it tasted a little funny but then I put the box next to another box that I had and the color was off the serial numbers were misaligned the fonts were different you know it was a mm-hmm. knockoff and those ones made my lungs feel weird yeah like 
Like they were expanding too much. Uh, like my ribs, they were pressing on my ribs. <laughs> and, you know, so I threw those away and like Googled it, looked it up. There's just a ton of like, you know, knockoff Chinese carts. Cause you can copy the box pretty easily. I mean, you just get a picture of it, scan it in. And I think those are get. Okay, now it's time for what I think. Now I think this is a possibility. Big Tobacco could be flooding the market with fake Chinese carts. <laughs> so that these stories about the jewel killing people will spread to increase tobacco sales. But that also doesn't make sense because I heard back in the day, Marlboro made a bid to buy jewel. I don't know if it happened or not. Yeah. But like That's what I heard too. I heard yeah. Yeah. No, so I mean ultimately we're buying this from the same people we're buying the cigarettes from. Well, I think that there's a lot of people that vape that don't use jewel. Like I vape sometimes <laughs> and um and a lot of my friends vape too and they get their stuff from the vape shop mm -hmm. not from anybody that's connected with big tobacco or big pharma or whatever you know and i feel that those mom and pop vape stores are costing big tobacco billions of dollars so i think that that's something too because if 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 it's really if it's causing people to die and they really get a choke on it to regulate it and then soon it'll be like well yeah you can you know produce it but you got to produce it to our manufacturers or to our standards yeah. or whatever you know it'll it'll put a lot of these mom and pop shops out of business you know because mm -hmm. I, I don't know you're the only person I know who does that yeah. everybody else I know has a mod and smokes the juice See, the thing is, with the mods, I'm sketched out about the mom-and-pop shops because they're mixing it without regulation. I mean, I've made my own juice before. Mm -hmm. It's not the most kosher operation. You know, you get, like, either nicotine salts, freebase nicotine, you put it in there, you put in, like, benzoic acid, I think, if you put in the nicotine salts. But, like, you know, when you watch them do it there, it's not like a lab. It's not, like, super clean, you know. That's not a scientist. That's a guy who owns a store. <laughs> like, is he qualified? I, I know this chick I went to high school's like stepdad or dad. What he owned a vape shop and like he seemed like a scummy hillbilly. Like you know, like the type of dude you'd let fix your truck, but not you know anything you're gonna inhale. Maybe I'm just judging him a little bit hard, but that's what he looked like, man. Okay. All right, man. No, like this guy had like a wall well, chain you, and steel it's, coat. It's funny because when you say it, it makes absolute sense. <laughs> like it makes absolute sense. Like people are like, yo, well, I get it from the vape shop. And you're like, well, who's making the juice? And when you said like that, I was like, I wonder. Like it has a label on it and it comes from like, you know, Tennessee or something. Yeah. And But you, you, really, you really. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> if it is a mom and pop like thing, vape juice is one of those things I want clean. Like with uh like wax that's a big thing like people buy a lot of street wax like, like the marijuana wax and uh i just don't trust that stuff because like i've seen the production people use like lighter fuel flu like fuel butane Ugh. that stuff is like 30 percent of lubricant but let me tell you something too though bro like yeah what's in your jewel you really don't know what's in the jewel no i have not checked what's in the jewel yeah I mean, if i trust the label 
It is, uh, what is it? Propylene glycol. That's, yeah. Vegetable glycerin, yeah. benzoic acid, and nicotine salt. Yeah, that's what it says on every thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, are they really putting that in there? Because you know there's over 7,000 chemicals that burn in cigarettes. Oh, yeah. You know, and those are the same people who make those pots. That is. So it's like, who can Presumably you really... Presumably it's actually the same company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, who can you really trust? Look, guys, I'm going to just be honest with you. Don't smoke. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean... Because no. it's, 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 it's truly it's truly a mind fuck. Yeah. Like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You just... try and find the best way to do it, but there's no good yeah, way to smoke. Yeah, don't smoke. Smoking is bad. Smoking increases your risk of a heart attack, increases your risk of a stroke. Increases. It's very addictive, and it, and it's just for the money. These people know that, and it's like they. There's better ways to obtain nicotine if you're that dead set on it too. Patches and gum work. It works, but just just don't. Just just stay away from it. It's bad. And if you are smoking, you gotta quit. I know Remember, it's hard. Nicotine is an insecticide. <laughs> yeah, somebody told me that they kill roaches with it. I'm like, <laughs> They do. <laughs> no, that's what I do if I see a roach in my house. I'll like, you know, catch him in a cup and hot box him with the jewel. And he'll die? Well, I mean, he'll like turn over and get paralyzed. Oh, wow. You're putting that in your lungs? Yes. <laughs> okay. Humans <laughs> do well with it. <laughs> I mean, as well as you can do. Niggas could never knock the hustling. Bitches on my balls, never fumbling. Nigga, in fact, they be doubling. But the honeys get the smothering, never loving them. I never sleep, got the heavy bags, struggling. They run from them when he approached, they call him the hero. All they need is the cloak, cause murder what he wrote. And fuck guns, don't need those. Everything is done to the max, no keyboard. Circle tied it in speedo. I'm the dawn like Cheeto. I'm flying an eagle, get the cheeks like P. Lowe's. Uh, I swear niggas ain't bout it, they bout shit You be in good shape if you ran like your mouth did Yellow with a mouth shit I'm higher than mountain, keep us announcing Have you running like fountain, they ain't a mountain Worth the money, I'm counting In a few years, my accountants need accountants uh, Everything I do is counters to me Stupid nigga kinda seem you were counting on me But I bet you ain't trying to encounter with me Uh-uh, I'm piranha, you some flounder to me And the word on the grapevine, I'm going up great heights Jovi got enough line to capture a great white I get more shine than late night I'm a beast who ain't ain't right Back up on my mojo, I'll show you what apes like Nigga, it's Jojo, they on my pogo, no homo I ride the beat like the man on my polo Got some bozos, I'm underage but pomodo That rozo got me moving slow-mo I'm taking photos with your ho-ho Chris Kringley gifted, I'm ill with the writtens Got my finger to the world, fuck it a fist in Sit back and look at what you been missing, nigga
Alrighty, we just got done listening to some hip hop. <laughs> Real quick before you start telling us about the minimalism, are you a fan of hip hop still? I mean, I'm still a fan of the hip hop that I've always seen as like, you know, some of my favorite music. As far as like just in general, not as much as I used to be. Like, you know, if someone's like, yo, this is a good song, I'll listen to it. But I'm not like looking for the new stuff. Speaking of which, I. T- Artist DaBaby. I, I have a problem with Artist DaBaby. Uh, I can't deal with his name. His name is DaBaby. <laughs> Let him a mate, but no, I'm out. Kills put me onto him. I was like, yeah, he sounds fly what he's talking about, Jayless. I was like, what? I've been in the middle of been in the middle of And I was like, this is so stupid. And then I got in the car with some younger cats because I was giving them a ride mm-hmm. to uh, the bus stop or something. Yeah. And then that song came on. And then the guy was all rocking out with his head. But you had a middle of the had a deal of the I was like, oh my God, dude. What is going on with the youth? <laughs> oh man, I was, I was really, really really drunk the other night and this guy was telling me about the baby <laughs> and I was like who who and I got confused because I mean like my perceptions were heavily influenced at the time mm-hmm. and I thought he was talking about MCP pants from that Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode wow because <laughs> I, I mean I don't keep up on the modern stuff I haven't listened to like the new radio stuff and actually like you know looked into it in two three years okay but like I, I I was looking at this dude, like, you're talking about the giant spider with the shower cap and the diaper? No, I just have a problem with a rapper being named Da Baby. Da Baby. He's not there's a baby. A, there's a little baby, too. There's a little baby? Yeah, there's, a little, there's, a, there's another guy named Little Booty Call, too. Little Booty Call? Yeah, apparently he was in Albuquerque and my boy met him. He's like, I met this rapper named Little Booty Call. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what was his name? I thought I heard it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like little, like his name is so dumb that I got my kids in the back of the car <laughs> and they're laughing. His name is so dumb that an eight-year-old, an 11-year-old know it's dumb. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway. Okay, back to the minimalism. Okay, the minimalism. So yeah. what have you learned? What have you learned about living with a purpose? What have you learned about having the stuff you need, um, getting rid of the stuff you don't need, and how did it change your life mentally, physically, and spiritually? Okay, so I did learn that, you know, minimalism is can be a bad thing because you end up getting rid of too much and having less than you need. But I also did learn a lot about the things that you thought you need that you definitely don't need, like, you know, cell phones being an obvious one. But also, like, strange ones, like, too many pairs of pants. It's easier to wash pants than have 10 pairs of pants and decide which pants. True that? Yeah. No, it's like having more options, and I mean, this is reflected in society too. Having more options doesn't always, you know, equal happiness. If you have like fewer higher quality options or fewer options that you're more comfortable with, that'll work out better than having like 100 options that none of them really work for you. Hmm. I mean, we could tie back that back. That's very insightful. We could tie that back into the whole, like, you know, life paths that are, like, preordained thing Mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you have all those options, because, I mean, there's a lot of options. You can go to school for a hundred things. You can do a hundred more if you don't go to school. I mean, and then there's just, like, entry-level jobs on top of that. Yeah. And, like, but none of them seem to really work out for people. And, I mean, that's based on, like, problems with wages and, like, you know, just the economy being set up so that... 
really rent is too high for how like what wages are set at it's ridiculous yeah i definitely feel that way like rent's supposed to be like a fourth of your income or yeah, something yeah no i mean a fourth of your income is way too much and it's more than a quarter of most people's income in albuquerque i know i think mine is half yeah no i think that's about average and like I know people who are like spending like three quarters on rent. Yeah. <laughs> and sorry, I forgot what we were talking about. Minimalism and how it changed you mentally, physically, and spiritually. Ah, yes. Well, I mean, with say there were like fewer options, you go back to like the more localized thing. You have like fewer options of where to work, where to go, but like higher benefit options. You know, you know, like higher quality, quality over quantity, basically. Mm-hmm. So if we focused on say. I don't know, maybe you live in the valley or something, you're like a rural community. So if you give grants to like, for school, for farming, I don't know, oh, horticulture, agriculture, there's degrees in that. Yeah. Yeah. But if you give grants for that, then that's going to like, you know, strengthen what's going on right there. Yeah. And it's like, instead of having like, you know, a million options. A million different things, different grants, different this, that, and the other. That's a very high benefit option because you're already in the situation where you can use that knowledge. Got you. Which is another thing, because most people who go to college these days don't end up using their degrees. That's true. I went for IT and I used mine, but at the end of the day, like, I wanted to go for business, but I knew I'd probably never use that degree unless I got, like, an MBA, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's usually people who get MBAs already are working in a job and do continuing education, too. Yeah. And, like, I mean, most of the friends that I have, that like, my buddy, he graduated with a degree in uh, sports medicine. Okay. He is a uh, worker's comp adjuster. Wow. <laughs> and, like, my other buddy has a law degree, like, past the bar. He works at P.F. Chang's. Yeah. At P.F. Chang's? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, it's just, like, you know, most of the knowledge, like, it seems glamorous when you go into it, but you're not actually in the situation to where it'll be beneficial to you. So... When you got rid of your stuff and started sleeping in the hammock and stuff, yeah, how did how did that affect your uh, your life? Did you like get like spiritual clarity from that? Did you um, was it comfortable? Yeah, the hammock was super comfortable. I still have it. I take it camping. Was it more comfortable than the bed? It was more comfortable than the bed I had at the time. Now I have that purple mattress, so I've never been on anything more comfortable than that. Damn, it's amazing. <laughs> this isn't a paid plug or anything. Just best mattress ever. Best mattress ever. And I only have like the original like purple one they're on like the fourth model now they got all sorts of technological advancements <laughs> from space <laughs> what about um did it affect the way you spent your money to affect the way you i did start spending a lot less money because i've i always felt like you know spending money is part of the whole social thing you know? what's what is that the social rule it is a social rule. What's, what's the rule about spending money because i've gotten caught up like even for the dumbest thing. Dude, one time I had to go to the movies with a friend. Yeah. Just a friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, instead of me just being like, yo, we're going to go to the movies, we're going to go downtown, it's going to be five bucks, and just taking the kids and go, I was like, no, I have to be on point. So I went to the store, I bought a new outfit. Yeah. <laughs> a full new outfit. Mm-hmm. Pants, shirt, sunglasses, shoes, just, just that. Then I got the tickets at the best movie theater mm-hmm. in the middle of the day. Not even a matinee, right? 
And I went and I bought the concession when we went. Oh yeah. You know, and this this wasn't even I wasn't even looking for validation for like from like a man to a woman like me take a girl out on a date or whatever. No, you know no, what no. I mean? It's like, I just wanted to feel like, oh well, this this dude's on point. And then at the end of the day, I was dude, it jacked me up for like three months. Yeah. Cause I spent all that money on it for nothing. Mm-hmm. For for a compliment. Oh, you look nice. You know what? Ooh. We're talking about like what the rule is. And so what's the rule? How does that work? Why why did I do that? Like, okay, what is the rule? So the rule is, you gotta spend money for social occasions, right? Okay. And like the unspoken thing behind it, from what I can tell, is like you're putting a dollar value on your investment into hanging out with them. What do you mean? Like, you know, I went to the trouble of spending money to get this outfit and all this, so I, to show I'm like, you know, not unhappy about hanging out with you because if you show up bummy not giving a fuck wow people feel like you don't care <laughs> but should they feel like you don't care no they shouldn't no. Like, I should be able just to go in my regular clothes if that's what I have and the interaction should be the same but I literally felt guilty if I wouldn't have done that I would have felt guilty bro yeah. no, is, that, is, is that is that wrong it is wrong for me to feel guilty, but is that something that everybody goes through? I don't know. I go through it, too. Like, I definitely feel like I should, you know, like, even if I don't want to spend the money, you know, I'm kind of broke. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I should go out with my friends and, like, go downtown, go, like, you know, go on this mission so that I'm not being like, no, 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 I'm not, like, trying to be a part of this. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but, I mean, it's not an insult to not want to spend money. Yeah, sometimes I think people, especially women, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, when you don't want to spend money around women, whether it's your mom, your sister, your your homegirl, your girlfriend, your wife, even an associate at your work, your co-worker, like, it's like, if you don't spend money, sometimes they look at you kind of funny. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's like a slight judgment like, thing. Like, you don't want to spend this money on me, dude? It's like, well, well you wouldn't be a very good provider. <laughs> It's like actually, I would. It's kind of like it's kind of like a mark against you. It is, and you're not even in the running for that type of thing. But yeah, it's like a universal mark against you. No, it's like a character thing. Yeah, it's, it's a like, character. Oh, look at James's character. He didn't want to spend thirty dollars on breakfast today. Yeah, he's a horrible character. Exactly. I'm like, damn, I couldn't afford it, man. And I mean, it comes now. back to how that whole uh, perception of people with a good job and a lot of money are good people thing. Oh wow! So it makes me look like I'm not a good person because I don't have a lot of a lot of money to spend. Damn, bro. Which, I mean, even <laughs> goes back to that other thing about, like, working for a company as your contribution to society. <laughs> the thing about all these rules we're talking about is they are all interconnected, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all one set of rules. They're not independent of each other. All right. My mind's blown right now. Mitch. <laughs> I'm going to go take these kids to go eat some ice cream. <laughs> all right. Hey, bro, I appreciate you. Thoroughly appreciate you. Being on the podcast, man, you spent a, no- a lot of knowledge and a lot of insight. Oh, thanks for and, having um, me. Yeah, man, anytime. Thank you for coming through and really talking about what's really going on. Now, before we leave, could you say one thing that everybody out there listening, something that, you know, mind-blowing or something that they can really think on as food for thought? And no Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, no Buffalo All Wild Wings. All right, what's, what, what, thing, what, what, what would you tell them huh? about society? About society? Mm-hmm. See, I was going in a different direction. I was going to say focus on your breathing. (laughs) It's the most basic element of life. That's actually a good point. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, about society, I'd tell you 
try and alter your perspective before you jump to conclusions. Ooh, try to alter your per- perspective before you jump to conclusions. I like that. All right, thanks to Mr. Hater for coming through. Um, where can they find you at, man? Uh, nowhere. Nowhere <laughs> on the internet. I'm not there. I'm on Tinder. Holler at me, ladies. <laughs> well, I guess and you can find him on the Shit the Core podcast. I will have his picture on the website. Holla! <laughs> So what would you say has changed? I ain't gonna lie, it's, it's, a, it's a different experience for us. You know, you don't think for yourself no more. Now you put yourself last and, you know, I got it on my I'm California record. What the fuck? My little text message. Kevin, this started. iPhone on FaceTime. This is important. At home birth, this a first. Drinker having my dog. Watching on the iPhone. Thought that it was a boy. Thinking I gotta get home. Catch a flight to New Orleans. Gonna pick up my car. I gotta try to Atlanta. In that order. Me and Percy a lot go on the highway. What up, nigga? On that wall. Only stop and forget. Make my portion of garage up the stairway I'm charged. And she ain't open her eyes until she heard me talking. I can't explain the feeling, though. She was crazy. She was born November 30th. You know, nigga thought she was gonna be here for Christmas. I already missed the birth of one. Max and Flay when he do. Back in Baton Rouge for a video show. Turn up. PND you're blowing up my phone. Probably all day long. I got too much going on. Yo, we are back in effect. 
Big J Illis Shift the Core podcast. I want to thank everybody who tuned in to the conclusion of the Mitch the Hater, 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 Hater interview. Man, I had a lot of fun with him. He's got a lot of insight and a lot of knowledge. And I just want to thank him for coming through, blessing us with some knowledge, giving us some laughs. Man, I had a good time. So uh, I'm going to wrap this up pretty quick just because it has been a long podcast. But I just want to say to everybody out there, you know, you got to keep shifting the core, shifting the mind, body, and spirit. Do the things that you love to do. Also, be sure to check out our website, www.shiftthecore.com. Coming soon. It's almost up and ready for you guys for all the resources. Plus, be sure to become a Patreon subscriber. This next month coming up, I'm going to have exclusive videos on nutrition, working out, photography. You'll get to have all those uh um, informative videos. I'm going to post a lot of stuff. And I'm working on a Shift the Core compilation manual. So that'll be available for free via the website. It's going to have a lot of stuff in there compiled from a lot of different um, positive people, life coaches, and websites and stuff. That way you guys can have all that information all in one place because I know sometimes the internet can be a crazy... Um, crazy place where like um you try to search for something and you can't find it or there's like a bunch of different links and a bunch of different sites so i'm compiling this book for you guys it's going to be about health it's going to be about uh conquering your goals and it's going to be about being a good leader it's going to have all sorts of good information in that so i just want to make a shout out to uh, all the supporters and everybody showing us love um we do have a couple more episodes coming up in this first season of the shit the core podcast be sure to tune in keep checking and be sure to check out the youtube um the shift the core youtube with all the uh wonderful videos so thank you to our guests thank you to our supporters we out baby Right here's called Young Niggas. Shout out to my nigga Ron Browse on the beat. Whole money ab, I see you. Yo, it was a little different. Y'all niggas was selling, I was sniffing. Psych, like, rewinded, I'm just kidding. I was hanging with old cats, trying to put my bid in. Same shape, you was stacking it. I was trying to get it. Y'all was fucking with pigeon. I was on Malcolm X, looking for a job for my sick to get dipped in. We're still spitting. Before the video victims, around the time you and he got dumped on by Pippin. Niggas was still pitching. I was stealing money from my moms anytime she left her purse in the kitchen. Guzzling a pippin'. I was high as a fuck, ODing on Visine so my eyes wouldn't glisten Mom's still bitching, she thought I knew better but I didn't She tried to talk to him, wouldn't listen It's almost like something inside of me kept itching I thought the streets loved me, nah, who was I kidding? God looking like the devil, sending me to the pawn shop Anytime I found shit that looked like metal I dropped out of school, nah, not to be cool I was sitting there bored, thought all y'all was fools Fuck, I wanna read up on Romeo and Juliet Way back, I ain't even had my first Juliet Angie ain't even make that knife go through yet Matter of fact, I ain't even smoked my first booty yet Tried to get it rap, but things wasn't a doobie yet Look was coming for me, but nah, it ain't subdued me yet Young niggas no, I used to be a young nigga I used to pop off and prove I ain't the one nigga Being these stick-ups and dirty guns, niggas This before I finally got my little young nigga Young niggas God keep me from these young niggas 
Not the smart ones, Lord, just the dumb niggas Might get me thinking I'm still one of dumb niggas And you know why niggas gonna point, cause you don't point, My first time locked up, I was a child Met up with mad niggas I ain't seen in a while And it wasn't bad being locked in with them But couldn't fathom locking in that tent Like fuck reading a book, sat on my bunk Mad time to get my thoughts straight One month, one shower, still without a court date Just bags and nicotine rolling big with it Pull up, push up, how the fuck I get here? War stories, you hear a lot of shit here Great place to visit, but nah, I don't wanna live here Nah, I gotta get my mind in a new place Grimy ass niggas stealing my socks and toothpaste Can't ever remember feeling such neglect But snakes get snakes, what the fuck I expect? I thought if anything I had earned niggas respect But niggas hung up soon as they heard collect Had my man with the tits out OG said to me, the streets don't love you They'll be there when you get out Bunch of the same people, still in the same space a few of them will die, a few will take your place I pray to God that I never catch another case The CEOs just treat us like we rats in the maze You wonder why Joey always sights and smelling I was this close to Rikers Allen Just being all Rikers wildin' I done been through way worse shit than having a few cracks about my album Young niggas no, I used to be a young nigga I used to pop off the Shut food out the mix one nigga B&E's stick up some dirty guns, niggas This before I finally got my little young nigga Young nigga Can't forget my nigga Muta Victory Square Got the smart one, Lord This the dumb niggas Might get me thinking I'm still one of dumb niggas Shit changed from when I used to be a young nigga For real, for real God, keep me funny, these little young niggas, man Cause I fuck around being a man Make me do something stupid as shit. Make me resort to being, resort to being, being an old man shit. I worked hard to get money. I ain't trying to go back. I ain't trying to go back to the hood. Live my eyes, live my eyes, live. Keep me from these niggas.